Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, welcome back. Uh, You had a whirlwind Walt Disney World trip. In fact, you were texting me all times, day and night. I had one night where I woke up with a toddler in the middle of the night, and you and I are texting 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you slept. There was a little bit of sleeping. Um, I will say my travel companions were Michelle and Alex, and they kept harassing me that I got to sleep more than I should have. So there was no napping on this trip, Derek. No napping. That's hard I, for you. I'm surprised you made it. I don't know how I made it. It was very short. One more day and I would have I would have died. I might not have I yeah, I'd be entombed somewhere in the haunted mansion. Ooh, isn't that the place where everyone wants to be buried? Laid Probably. to rest, I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh well it's a pretty crazy trip, and that's what we're gonna be talking about on this week's episode. Kind of three parts. You were down there for three reasons for three days. Uh-huh. Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Yep. The Epcot uh, Christmas Festival with Neil Patrick yeah. Harris. Yeah. And a little thing called the opening of Rise of the Resistance. Oh, yeah. That little detail. Little thing. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> uh, that one's going to be kind of a big chunk of the show. We'll keep it spoiler free. And then at the very end, uh, the very, very end of the show, Doug will jump into some spoilers. I'll probably even tune out. So mute you. But uh, that's what this week's episode is going to be about, Doug. It's going to be a lot of stuff. So uh itunes review guys keep leaving those we'll get back to them next week patreons uh-huh. thank uh, no you. new patreons but thank you to all of our current patreons for supporting the shows and definitely if you want to check that out uh, it's in the show notes to get some bonus content bonus swag and speaking of bonus swag you can't yeah. see this but doug has a rope drop radio hooded sweatshirt on with yeah. the biggest logo i have ever seen in I my don't... that just it the hidden Mickey on our logo, if you don't know, we have a hidden Mickey, is about the size not of a hidden. small child. That is not hidden at all. <laughs> it's not uh, hidden. But yeah, I like it. It's it's staring at me in the face right now. Yeah, that's what I was going for, just to distract you a little bit with the awesome glory that is my hooded sweatshirt from Tee Public. So uh, if you'd like one of those, check it out on our store. Uh, we've gotten a call from some astronauts. They can see it from space. So yeah. there you go. Hopefully they're, they're listening to Rope Drop Radio right now. They are. But it looks really good on you. So yeah, check out our store. Thank it's you. on Public. It's on our site, www.ropedroppers.com. In the show notes, also makes great Christmas gifts. We've had a lot of sales recently. So thank you for everyone who have been yes. checking those out. Thank you to everybody that has uh, used the Amazon links and uh, did their Christmas shopping through our Amazon links. That's awesome. Um, I really appreciate it because now I will be able to get Derek some extra socks for our trip in June. Yes, June 4th. If you want to join us, Doug and I, and hopefully enough socks, we'll be going through Walt Disney World doing uh, all sorts of fun rides, attractions, meet and greets and stuff like that. We have a few of our fans trying to get down there that week, weekend. But if you're in the area or if you're local listening, let's meet up. So June 4th, 5th, 6th. Seven, seven, yeah. there you go. Thursday through Sunday. Perfect. All right. We'll have to do a late flight out too. get some extra time. in. Mm-hmm. Speaking Absolutely. of late flight out, Doug, you guys did take a light flight out. Yeah, you we, took an early uh, flight in and a late flight out. Correct. We, we got, we got in around four o'clock. It's not the earliest of flights, but we got in at around four o'clock and Mr. Alex Sinek was waiting at the airport with a car. So I actually, did a time-lapse video of me going all the way from the gate to the car where he picked up my bag and put it in the trunk for me. It was the best service ever. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Wow, that is great service. And then we went Is he trying to become your favorite travel agent? I think he is. Well, I mean, he responds faster than my travel agent because my travel agent usually just yells at me for asking questions I should know the answer to, but that's because we're married. Um... But yeah, we went straight from the airport to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, 
and we were in there and having a good time in no time flat. It was great. That's awesome. And so, yeah, let's talk about the party. I've never experienced it, Doug. It's on my to-do list. So similar to the Halloween party, you get a wristband. And when you go in, you can get in at four. Park closes at six. Party starts at seven. All that's the same. They send you to the backstage pathway behind uh, over to the you go past Tony's and behind Main Street there. You get your first cookie. Ooh, that's what it's all about. So there's Christmas cookies all over, a whole bunch of them, lots of different places. So instead get of candy at the cookie. Halloween party, you're getting yes. cookies at the Christmas party. You're getting party. cookies. No and, matter and what, drinks. Disney makes your, make sure you're sugared up. Yeah, back in the day, it used to just be like uh, ginger snap and hot chocolate. Now each station had a different cookie and a different drink. And so like the very first one was like a sugar cookie, and then there was like a mint cookie, there was a chocolate chip cookie, there was a molasses cookie, there was some other cookies. Um, and they're packaged, so if you're not hungry and want to eat it right now, you can, you know, stash it in your purse, a pocket, oh, I like something that. like that. That's a good which call, is great. Disney. Yeah, so we had cookies slowly throughout the next few days because we didn't eat them all that night. Now the drinks are hard to put in a pocket. So like at a... Oh, in Frontierland, uh, the Liberty, not, oh, man, I can't remember the name of the Golden Horseshoe. There you go. I forget what kind of cookie they had, but they had eggnog, um, which is not my kind of drink. Mine either. No, nope. don't like eggnog. eggnog. But they had, like, grape Fanta in one place, which I thought was odd, but really good. There was strawberry Fanta in one place, um, hot chocolate in multiple places. So, like, Cosmic Rays had something, Pinocchio's had something, and there was several others throughout the park that you could pick up. And there was – the best one was a fresh little snowman pretzel. So not a Mickey pretzel, Derek, but a snowman pretzel. I saw little. a picture on Twitter of it. We got multiple pretzels throughout the night, and that was back in the Storybook Circus area. So we were back there looking for Mr. Ryan Wiley, but we never did quite run into him uh, during the party. But it was, So we started out kind of getting the, the snacks. Uh, Michelle and Alex rode Space Mountain because there's a special holiday overlay, which they described as it's like the lights are on with Christmas that was their description. Um, but that's one of the special holiday attractions. Uh, we did Jingle Cruise. That's a special holiday attraction. Uh, our skipper was hilarious. Not just with the jingle part of it, but he had regular jokes that were awesome. So one of our one of our best we've ever had, dare I Good. say. That's awesome because yeah. you've had a couple. Uh, we had a couple duds. Lately. Yeah. So yeah. I'm glad you got yeah, a good I, one my, for the Jingle Cruise. My standard is high. So. Yes, it is. Because yeah. that's your goal in life. Be buried in Haunted Mansion, but spend a few years as a skipper in the Jungle Cruise. That's right. And uh, Tomorrowland Speedway also has a holiday overlay where it looks like they sent people to Target to buy lights and then put them up around it. And they Ooh. played, uh, yeah, they played, I think maybe Mannheim Steamroller music or Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I'm not sure because, you know, the cars are normally loud, right? There was something wrong with my car. It was so loud. I couldn't hear afterwards. I couldn't hear the music because we got none. I asked Michelle out, like, could you guys hear the music? Like, yeah, we could hear the music. Like, I couldn't even hear the music over my car. It was. One day they'll get electric cars. I don't know when that day will ever happen. Like, I don't know, 2000. By the way, I'm watching the uh, the Imagineering documentary. Uh-huh. They didn't always have that strip of metal down the beginning. No. Uh, that's, it started out just you could run, run into, into people, people and, and yeah. cars did not last long. There you go. Bonus <laughs> thing I learned the other day. So, uh, yeah, that I'm glad they put the metal down, I guess. That helps yeah. that attraction a little bit more. Now just get electric cars. Anyway, more things. What else did you get to experience? So that's that's kind of the attractions that have the holiday overlay. Um, the crowds were – it was sold out. The crowds were large. Not going to lie. It's a little intimidating. Yeah, it is an extra – yeah, there's on a top lot of, of uh, on top of the park fee, ticket park if you go ticket. on that day. Yep, and and you expect it to be emptier, but it's not because people aren't in line for all the attractions like in a normal park day. They're out doing the extra Christmas stuff. There's some dance parties. We saw a couple of those as we walked past them. There's a stage show with all the characters. Some people love it. Not necessarily our cup of tea. Uh, we watched it from a distance while we were waiting for other things. And we went and watched the parade. We watched the first parade 
from Frontierland, we stood back where it's elevated, like one step up, so we could kind of see over people. Uh, and we just hope no shoulder kids happen. Shoulder kids, like when they pop up, it just makes my stomach turn. Like it's sad and depressing. But um, so we watched the parade. It was good. Um, highlight of that parade is definitely the marching toy soldiers that actually play the trumpet. And they have herald trumpets, which are the big long ones. So that's the highlight for me, Derek. The herald For you trumpets. guys who didn't know, Doug was a marching band member of the Cornhusker marching band. The the pride. The pride of all, of Nebraska. all Nebraska. Yes. Yes. Trumpet player. So is Michelle. So are my oldest two kids. Trumpets, trumpets, and more trumpets. So that's the highlight for me. Some people would say Santa. Yeah, Santa at I the mean, end. Wouldn't what? that be Mickey, Minnie, and their Christmas outfits? No, that is an actual Santa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the parade's good. It's entertaining. It's long. Um, after the parade, we then made our way over to wait for fireworks where we stood back just a little bit ahead of like towards the hub from Casey's corner. There's a pathway on tape, right? And so there was one row of people already there and we stood right behind strollers knowing like, well, the strollers aren't going to stand up. Well, like five minutes before it started, the people repositioned their strollers and stood in front of us. Of course they did. We stood there for 40 minutes and then you reposition everything like <sighs> people, but no shoulder kids. That's good. You didn't He's right in front of us because they were well, let's, How was the fireworks show? So it's new fireworks this year, right? They updated the Halloween fireworks, which were great. A lot of projections. You saw those, oh, right? Yeah, they're amazing. Projections. Amazing. Okay. So the projections for the Christmas party, they're there. They don't really tell a story. They don't move the story. They're just kind of like, eh, we got to put projections on the castle. Let's make it look like a candy cane type of like the, it was it looked like they mailed it in kind of like they said, OK, guys, we got to do this. But you have one week go. And like, it's that's, interns. Yeah, it was like, oh, you want to be an Imagineer? Come on and try this. And you have no time to do it. That's that's kind of the take I had on it was that it was a little bit lazy, more or less. That that was it. So well, especially after what yeah. they did with the uh, Mickey's not so scary party right? and that projection and fireworks show is incredible. Uh, you think they would do after. and happily ever after. Hopefully yeah. next year then they they go every year every two years. They just years. redid it though. They yeah. just they just redid it. They're not going to spend the money to redo it again. We'll see. I don't know. So that was the one kind of question mark. Okay. And before, um, when we were getting all our cookies and snacks, we kept checking out character lines, and they were all, like, crazy long. So after the fireworks, that's when we went and did characters. We went back to Storybook Circus area, and we got another pretzel. And then we got in line. There's a line that goes into – when you look at Dumbo to the left, you go in that way, and you meet – um, the ducks of Christmas. So that's where I met Scrooge, had a nice awkward interaction. And I think we met Minnie and Daisy as well. And Donald was with Scrooge. Um, and then we met Santa Goofy. When we first looked at Santa Goofy's line, he was like by the exit of the Barnstormer. And it wrapped way past the entrance to the Barnstormer. We're talking an hour long line if we got in at that point. We waited maybe five to six minutes to oh, meet perfect. Santa Goofy. After the fireworks. So that's when you got to go. Yeah. So this is while the second parade is going on. Mm. So one big advice for the parade is always go to the second parade because it's less crowded. Well, I mean, if you don't mind being not on the rope for the parade, right? Because you have to camp out pretty early for the parade if you want to be on the rope. If you're willing to succeed, like give in a little bit of the parade positioning, you can do characters during that second part. We met all the characters I think we really wanted to. We could have done Seven Dwarfs towards the end of the night if we really, really wanted to, but we didn't really care. Okay. Yeah, my pocket, it was cold. It was like 46 degrees and something that Florida is not used to, it was windy. Um, it was like a Nebraska evening, Derek. I went from, I mean, it was like the same temperature at home. Yeah, I saw it, that. We were like yeah, a degree was, off. It was killing me, killing me. Nice warm Florida. Anyway, so that's kind of in a nutshell, because I know we want to quickly move on to the other things. 
Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Do you feel like it's worth the cost? Because it is a hundred bucks, give or take. Yeah, I think it is. I think if even when it's sold out, even when so we're yeah sold out. I think it is worth it to do every now and again. If it's your first ever trip to Disney World, no, I don't. I think you can spend your time at a different park, accomplishing more. Right. Um, if you absolutely love Christmas, like you are the person that turns on Christmas carols November 1st, yes, I think it's for you. If you want to wear your Christmas clothes, your Christmas jammies out in public, it's for you. If you're there to go to a theme park, to attractions, you're probably not the one to go. Um, but yeah, it's, it is still fun. It gets you in the Christmas spirit. It's, it will put a smile on your face the whole night. That's a solid, quick review of it. I like it. Yeah, I think I, I think I covered everything. Lots of snacks. Yeah, lots of snacks. And they're the prepackaged Disney cookies. So if you've had your kids' cookies before, set your expectations there. That works out. I'm thinking about that right now. I totally yeah, understand. Yeah, that's not. Not amazing. Which aren't bad because cookies. you did get up at two in the morning for Rise of the Resistance. Always good to have, uh, but we're skipping ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah get ahead but, there. Yes, get I know. I know. Good. I know. Well, and that's why I think a lot of people are tuning in just for that part of the show. Sorry, guys. You got to wait another one because Doug was there three days. Day one, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Day two, uh, a full day for you guys. Yeah. You did Epcot. Epcot. And you had a dream of mine to see Neil Patrick Harris. I know we'll get yeah. into that, but we hung out a little. It was oh great. my gosh. It's uh for the candlelight no, processional. We did. We did. I know. Um so talk about your Epcot day. So we actually um did not rope drop. Derek. What? I know, man. I was yeah. so bummed out. Um so yeah, I think we went. So into currently, the I'm looking for a new host of Rope Drop Radio, right? someone who actually will get up and rope drop. If um, that be you, please send us an email or a message. We got back to the room about. So we got we hadn't checked into the hotel until after the Christmas party. We got to our room because we got the text saying it was ready. None of our magic bands worked, so Michelle and I had to walk a good 15 minutes to the front desk where some guy was just like arguing with the one cast member working. It was great. We stood there for 10 minutes and then she said, hello. And we told her what was happening. She said no words to us other than hand me your magic bands. And then she typed a whole bunch, scanned them and said, there you go. Not a word. Otherwise, like this is why you work at 1 a.m. Okay. And then we went back to the room and I prayed that they work and they did. So it was 1.30 by the time we opened the door to our room. So a little bit of an excuse not to rope drop the next morning. And to be honest, we didn't need to rope drop. We didn't want to run to Frozen or Test Track or Soren. We were good. We okay. didn't need to do that. So there was no need to rope drop. Well, you only was... did one attraction on your Epcot day. We did one ride. Okay, I ride. Mean, attraction. Okay. Yes, okay, you're right. Third. We did one ride, and that was Living with the Land. One of my favorites, That's so thank you. Only... And the reason we did that is because it has a holiday overlay. overlay. Once again, the same group of people went to Target and found what lights they could and then put them up. Do you think they went to Target like after Christmas sales last year? I don't think there was that much thought. Okay. Okay. So they went like the weekend before. Got it. I mean, I've seen some things on Twitter. It does crack me up because you're not the only one to say that. A couple other people on the uh, Diz Twitter have been uh, praising the high quality of Disney Imagineering uh, <laughs> I, lights. This is why the Osborne team was a separate team that decorated right? Hollywood yeah, Studios. Whole thing. And like, there are some good things. There's like Sandman, Snowman, like Sandman, you know, that yep. that's neat. There's some wreaths that are made out of like vegetables and fruits. And, you know, th- there's some little touches like that. But the, the lights are like, really? And then, you know, you're in a big, brightly lit greenhouse. So the, unless yeah. you ride it at night, it's not going to do much for you. So what other things did you do at Epcot before NPH? We did a lot of the holiday storytellers. So we, we hit up like Norway, Mexico. Um, I think Michelle and Alex saw Italy. I missed that. We saw the Hanukkah. Oh, one as well. And he this is really where good. they kind of explain Christmas How? traditions in their own country. Yes, right, and like how they're different, which is really fascinating. Uh, we caught the tail end of the England one. Um, 
Alex did. Michelle and I slowed down. We ran into some clients of hers, the tolls, said hello to them. So then, um, you know, we saw, you know, Father Christmas in England. Alex I'm jealous because if you go with kids, that's a, this is a harder one to do. So that's great without the children's there. It, it's actually, they're all geared towards kids really well. But the hard part is getting from one to the other to another. And then, um, we got to Voices of Liberty. Huge highlight. And that was really good because they did Christmas music as well as um, I think they, they did a Hanukkah medley in there too, um, which I will have to say on the way out of there, I heard one grumpy guy like complaining that they did a Hanukkah song. Was oh my like, gosh. Like, dude, like, it's music. Like, get over yourself. Like, it's like, really? You're going to. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so we did a lot of those. We had lunch. We had a, uh, candlelight processional dinner package, right? We had the, you know, guaranteed seat, so to speak. So we did beer garden or bitter garden in Germany where they have a kind of family style seating. You sit with eight tables of eight. And so got to chat with the people around us. A really nice lady that we talked to quite a bit. Uh, she was meeting her kids the next day from New York uh, to do their family Christmas, and she was there to watch Neil as well. So had fun chatting with her. Uh, so hello if you're listening. Um, the show there is really good, I, and the food is good. I don't think it's you know fifty dollars good, but are any of the Disney buffets fifty dollars good? I don't. Uh, I don't not off the top of my head. That. No. So. Oh, uh, what about Ohana? Well, Ohana's it's, different story. Yeah. Snagging buffet, it's, yeah, okay. Anyways. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, the food was good. The service was good. Um, the show is fun. You know, they got the the German. You get somebody playing spoons. The all kinds of instruments going on. But it it's nice. You're not just paying for a buffet. You get a little bit of entertainment as well. It's so. been twenty years, and I've been meaning to get back there, and I haven't yet. It, we we do need to figure out where we're eating in June. Maybe that's one, Derek. Might be. We'll see. Might be. Maybe we can get six other people to join us so we have our own table. I like it. I like that a lot. All right. Well, yeah. uh, if that's you and you're like, man, I want to eat there too. Let us know. And we all meet up. Yeah. So let's so, talk about then Neil. Neil then, then Patrick Harris. Neil. What so, time was his show and what five. time did you get in line? Five o'clock show. So we have the we have the ticket. It's a little sticker you stick to yourself. Yep. I got in line at like 3.25. Now, why did you get in line so early, even though you had a guaranteed seat? Because there was already about 100 people in front of me. Okay. So you have you don't have a reserved seat. You just have a guaranteed So you still got to go in there and pick the seat, right? And there's good seats and there's bad seats. So we wanted a decent seat. We got a spot with made Alex sit behind a tree. Not really. He sat over a little further, but we were kind of behind a tree, but we didn't see the tree. Um, it worked. It was a really good spot. Um, but yeah, I got in line at like 325. I think that's when Michelle and Alex went and did the Italian storyteller, the witch that puts stuff in your shoes. And um, then they came back. I was like, you guys need to get back. They say we're going to be moving in 10 minutes because this – this old guy with a cane asked one of the cast members. He's like, he didn't want to stand in line for too long, right? Clearly, he has a cane. He's struggling. And the cast member looks at their watch like, we'll be going in to sit down in 15 minutes. And he's like, okay, I can do 15 minutes. 25 minutes later, we go in. So I texted Michelle and Alex, you guys got 15 minutes to get back here before we head in. And... Yeah, they get back, and then I heard about it for the next 10 minutes of not moving. I'm like, this cast member told an old guy. I trusted that. So now that old guy is standing for extra 10 minutes he didn't have in the tank. <laughs> right? I was worried about him. But, I mean, seriously, by that point, the line, the the prepaid people was huge. I mean, if you don't get in line early, you're not getting a good seat. Mm, so good for tip. someone like Whoopi Goldberg, Neil Patrick Harris, Jody Benson, you're going to have to get in line early. There's a few of them. You you could get in line about 4, 410 probably. But the big names, 330, there was still about 100 people in front of me. So let's talk how Neil Patrick Harris did. How was it? Was it magical? 
yeah, he told a few dad jokes. Um, and the choir was awesome. The orchestra was awesome. The Herald trumpets, once again, are the best part. Um, it, it's just all around. It's The music is so good. And not as many kids fainted as we expected. We, of course, are degenerate gamblers. So we place bets on the over-under of how many kids would faint. Because there's high school kids in the choir. I think there was three in our performance. So that's one thing we do as we watch because we're terrible people. Got it. Yes. Thank you for finishing that thought. Um, Yeah. So it was good. Neil Patrick Harris was he was excellent. He's everything you want and more. And you can tell it's really hard on him not to sing the whole time. Because that's I mean, he's a Tony Award winning actor. He should be allowed to sing the whole time. He should be able to do whatever he wants. I think he probably does. Yeah, he does. And he actually looks forward to it. He talks about it every year. Like, that's something that he, uh, it's not like Disney's like, Neil, can he's like, I want to come back. Yeah. So it's like, that's what's really, yeah. That, so yeah, I, that's well. really nice. And that's why Neil gets so many people online because he's so energetic and wants to be there and has a lot of fun with the crowds. And it's so a goal our, of mine to get down there for NPH. Our, uh, waiter at, uh, Beer Garden said that he, uh, skipped out on the check the day before. Yeah, Uh-oh. she she got stiffed by Neil, but they uh they called the publicist and it was all taken care of. It's it's all good. But okay. yeah, he just got up and left, forgot about paying. Oh my gosh, <laughs> celebrities! Cause I know, right? I mean, it happens to us when we're down there, Doug. Rope yeah, drop radio. You know, oh yeah, it's on uh, Disney. No, it's on us. Okay, I see. Okay, it's it's a mistake. He took care of it. Good job, NPH. Yep. 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 Uh, so after that, uh, did you guys have dinner? We did. I think we did something. We we saw another um, storyteller in there where we walked in circles a couple times where we couldn't quite decide as a group what we wanted to do for the 10 minutes we had available. you know. And then we had dinner at Via Napoli. It was dinner. It was good. It's big pizza. Um, one of the best non-dining plan restaurants to I eat at. I like that pizza. Family. That was good. Yeah, if you're feeding a family, you go in there, you split a pizza. It's one of the cheaper meals you can get. So I highly recommend it for that. If you're on the dining plan, it's possibly one of the worst places you can eat, though. Okay, good tip. So, But it was good. It uh, did what it needed to do. And then we headed back for early night. No Epcot forever? No, we're good. I'm kidding. I know. Once and done? Harmonious. The next nighttime show I see at Epcot will be titled Harmonious. Okay. Good to know that we won't be doing that in our June trip. I mean, you can go to I, it. I well, might, I'll be I seeing it in, about while you see it. I will be seeing it in January. Uh, yeah, January 30th. So That's right. Yeah. It'll be all, all of it good. So, all right. Are we there? Are we, are there. we ready? Ready the for day. Rise of the Resistance opening yes. day? This is opening day you've done other opening days you've done mm-hmm. the millennium falcon you've no you didn't do falcon no, did you, toy story toy story i did toy story land so that's my only other true opening day craziness so let's talk about um how this went cuz you uh you got up at what 2:30 2 in we, the morning we left the resort at 2:30 we were staying at beach club so that we could just walk uh, which was good because they didn't open the parking lot till four o'clock. I heard that. That's crazy. There's, there's some YouTube videos out there of the crazy car lines. Yeah, and I just, saw that. It. Uh, For the record, just... I was up with you because I had a yeah. uh, a toddler issue that night, so it was great. Even though I was awake at three in the morning my time, I was having so much fun following along with all of the people on all the social medias who were there, including texting you. So anyway, yeah. go on. It, this this whole thing is chaotic and i can't wait to get into it chaotic is like an understatement like there was a lot of things that make sense in hindsight i totally get what disney was going for what they were trying to do but nobody was on the same page on day one like they weren't even reading out of the same book possibly that that might be a good way to describe it um, a lot of times Disney as a company has trouble with the left hand talking to the right hand here. They weren't even using hands. Like, <laughs> That's a good analogy from everything I've right? heard and read and seen. So, okay, let's get into it. Two 30. You're there. You walk down there. They hold you up and, and you did a live podcast. So we yeah, did have yeah. a lot of it. So we're not we'll going to jump into that. a lot of it. 
Um, but I just kind of want to get a time frame real yeah. quick. When and you got to turn styles about what time? I don't even remember, man. Like four, I go five, listen to live podcast. Live, so okay, they hold us by the like by the bathrooms by the Skyliner, which was a great place to stop us because the bathroom was right there. Which is great. Um, Good job, Disney. Lo- met a lot of people there. Um, some listeners. Um, a group of guys, if they're listening, they used my tweet to tell a security guard, like, hey, people are in there because they weren't letting them walk from where they were coming from or, like, Uber drop off. So they, like, pulled up the tweet that we had to, to get in. So we got people in. Um, but it, it became kind of a brotherhood of the maybe only 100 people for quite a while. Um, it wasn't as big a crowd as I expected, but then they moved us, like, 500 feet, and then we stopped. And they moved us to security. And then it was like a mad dash from security to the tap cells. I want to say that was about 4 a.m., 4.05. When they opened the parking lot, that's when they let us go. Because otherwise the parking lot people were going to get ahead of us. Um, And then we stood at the tap cells for what felt like forever and a day. And the cast members on the other side of the tap cells have these big things of paper, these little pamphlets, right? And – they were explaining the boarding group thing and how the morning was going to work. And no one had known this was going to be not we official. Didn't know. Yeah, right? we, we'd heard not about official. it, but not, yeah, day, they didn't do a press release the day before or anything. No. Yep. And they would not hand us this piece of paper, right? Somebody down the line got a picture of it and put it on Twitter, but you couldn't really read it all, but it explained what they expected the morning to work like and how to join a boarding group. And... I don't know why they want to give it to us because once they open the tap styles to go, nobody was going to grab a piece of paper, stroll along reading it. No, they're all trying to get in line. Because the way we've been conditioned to do a rope drop over the years is you tap and you walk as fast as you can to the rope or to the next spot they're holding. Not to get on your phone and do something, right? But nowhere did they actually tell us that. Had they told us, totally different experience. But they didn't hand out the little pamphlet. We we never got one. We were we were behind one group of guys um, who's actually Justin. He's on the uh, the other show that I did. Go back listen to that. He was the one right in front of us. You know, like he didn't grab it. I didn't grab it. But when they did the turnstiles or the tap styles, you didn't have to do your finger. So it was just spinning green. So you put your thing on there. It didn't do anything different. So a lot of people had an issue where they didn't actually get into the park their ticket didn't get scanned and so then you couldn't make a boarding group and you were just like running they had uh guest relations cast members all over the place you know the plaids were out in force and uh so michelle didn't work it couldn't wouldn't let her into a boarding group and so we went to one she didn't know what was wrong she asked for our magic bands she leaves with michelle's magic band I think in the show I said she stole Michelle's magic band because, I mean, it had just happened. So this, you know, plaid takes Michelle's magic band, wanders off. And we're like we're standing there next to Lynn Testa who's having the same issue, right? Like we, we've used our tickets plenty of times. We know our tickets work. Like what is the problem? And so by the time they sort it out, we're in boarding group 19. Alex is in boarding group 10. And this person, they tell us, oh, don't worry. You'll get to go in together because boarding groups one through 50 will go together. We heard that from another person like, oh, okay. So that that took a little of the stress off of it. However, now when we get up there, there's a huge mob of people. And we're like, well, how are we ever going to get up there? So we slowly weaseled our way through. We were like, sorry, we had a ticket issue. Sorry, ticket issue. People did almost let us through, but we're, we're small, so we're Weasley. Um, we didn't make it over to Alex. He was in the middle of the rope. We were off to the right. We ended up behind Justin again and his crew. Um, they're the ones that camped out from 11 o'clock at night on. Cause they're and they have ticket kids. issues, right? So they camped I, out, and they weren't in the first boarding group. No, they were up pretty high. Okay. They were up pretty high. They, I, they I've heard from some other people camping out, and they had the same issues, and yeah. it was like half a day before they got on the attraction. So, it, and like some people got up there not realizing they even needed to do the boarding group yeah. thing. Yeah, no, I heard that one as well. Uh, like, someone I mean, went nuts on Twitter because they didn't realize they didn't grab the pen. So they went to wait in line. They didn't even get on opening day, even though they yeah. camped out. There, there wasn't a line to get in yeah. is the craziest part. I... I 
what of all the days to just let people stand in a line people for 10 who hours, don't have a smartphone doug if you don't have a smartphone you can't get in a boarding group no you have to go to somebody to do it which we had to do anyway um so just the i even heard the app crash I don't know that that happened. It didn't happen to us. Yeah, I I, I saw from Just, a couple I mean, people on Twitter. I was having so much fun being awake with you because you're texting me and I was following along. So it was just like chaos. And it gets better. That I still when, love. Yeah. When somebody takes your magic band for what feels like eternity as people just. And how is Michelle reacting asking. to this? She wasn't crying. Okay. I'll just say that. It was almost like too crazy of a scenario for tears. I almost Normally texted I her and I chose tears. not to. And Yeah. I think it helped that um, other people well-known in the Disney community were having the same issue mm-hmm. literally next to us, you know. That so, helps. yeah, that helped when, like, one of our guests on our show is having the same problem literally next to us, right? Yeah. <sighs> All right, so, so they start naming boarding groups, Doug, and you're probably excited. Yeah, we're thinking one through 50. Here we go. We caught up with Alex. All's good. No, no, no. Just 10 through 12 got to go in. So, like, the information from one part of the park didn't even match another part of the park. And so I have nothing else to do other than stand outside this attraction, right? Like, what else am I going to do? So I just... Can I talk to, you know, a higher up guest service person? I'm like, oh, well, it might be a minute. I'm like, I got time. I'm not doing anything else. So they can't finally they got someone. They came over to me because it's like a wall of cast members. You couldn't get to the attraction wall of cast members. So I'm standing there like, look, we we were here at, you know, 245 in the morning. Everybody we were standing with is on in the attraction already. Our ticket didn't work that we've used for, you know, it's an annual pass. It's not like the first day we've ever used it. And uh, so we're in the boarding group 19 and everybody else is gone. Is there anything you can do? Because I was just going to, you know, you catch more flies with honey type of thing. I had all day. I, I was just going to try there for one thing. One thing, one thing only. So I'm just like, I'm just going to keep, you know, like, Nagging. I pull up my phone. I'm like, here's a picture of us at three. Here's look, this is the rope. I mean, and so they switch our boarding pass from 19 to 14 so that we could go in. Because at that point, 14 was being called. So finally – and then she walks us past all the the people that were going to yell at us. And this was the first time I've ever been yelled at by cast members. I mean straight up yelled at between just going in the park to this point. There was some downright nastiness at times. It was crazy. Uh, the Toy Story opening day, it was busy. It was crowded. It was hotter than hot, but it went smooth, right? Yep. There was less people here for this. I'll just say that again. There was less people here for this, and it was a chaos because nobody knew what they were doing on the on the front line of operations. And there were so many management people just walking around. And so, yeah, this uh, Michelle tweeted the name of the cast member that helped us out. We got in. So we're in line. It stops for like 15 minutes talking to the awesome people behind us who listen to the show. So thank you. They're from Ohio, if I'm remembering correctly. And um, we haven't moved for a while. We were darn near in the pre-show. And uh, – then they come and they kick us all out of line. So, and as we're going the out, the ride line, goes down. Ride goes down. They kick us out of line. Like, repeat, hold on, hold on. It's opening day and the ride goes down. And we're talking about in the first half hour, too. Like it didn't even make it a half hour. And so when we're leaving, they're just going to scan our magic bands to put our recovery fast pass on it. I'm like, oh no, no, no. You, I need something in paper. I don't trust my magic band at this point. So I took pictures of the lady scanning Michelle. And she was not happy with me for taking her picture. I'm like, well, I, I'm, I'm going to document this. And then I took pictures all the way out backstage because, one, it's fun to take pictures backstage. And, two, I wanted to prove that we were in the line. We did get evac'd because they told us, then you, you just go back in. You use your fast pass when it's back up. So we're in the not a line line waiting to go back in when it goes back up. It with goes back up. It's just a massive crowd of people. It was massive like crowd. just 
people Insane. on top of people not knowing where to go. So we go in and they scan our magic bands and of course like, oh, you're boarding group 19. You got it or not 19. At that point, we'd already scanned 14. So then we could grab another boarding group. So we had like 63 or something like that. Right. So they're like, oh, you're boarding group 63. We're like, no, no, we were in line. We have a recovery fast pass on our magic bands. Well, I don't see it. You're going to have to just go wait. And we're like, no, 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 no. We were, we were evac I'm like, I can show you pictures. They're like, well, I don't really, I'm not seeing anything on your magic band. Like, well, you're going to need to get somebody that can see it on my magic band or is willing to look at my pictures. And so I show a higher level guest relations person my pictures. And this fine lady was the one that said we didn't need a paper fast pass because it's on our magic band, which they could not find on our magic band. And then here we are backstage and like, okay, yes, you were clearly in line. We'll go on. They let us through. But I had to pull out the pictures. Like, so whatever was 63 and it already going down. There's no guarantee that you're going to get on opening day. 63 or whatever. I can't. Alex and Michelle made fun of me basically for two days because I couldn't remember what boarding group numbers we had. And like they would be talking. I'm like, well, when are they going to call 79? Like we're 120, you know, like. I was off by like 20. It's like I couldn't count for two days. You it's only probably count teeth, I Doug. I can count to 32 when that's it. Oh, good. So they, that's how many teeth I have. Good to know. Yeah, they made fun of me. You have 28, Derek. But they, Wait a minute. You don't have wisdom teeth. Oh, thank you. You are okay. my dentist. All kinds of HIPAA stuff there. Sorry, Derek. Well, there Just we go. Um, so, yeah, I was I was a mess with the numbers. So I have no idea what our number was. But basically, our boarding group that night, because – after doing the attraction, we went to – we rested for a little bit, went to Animal Kingdom, came back, and we were hoping our boarding group would get called. It wasn't getting called, so we left. It got called like after we left the park, right as the park was closed, so we couldn't get back in to get to it. That's confusing. Right? Yeah. yeah. We So we, we didn't get to use our boarding group. Because we weren't in the park in but the right place. But you still got on the attraction. Still rode the attraction. And it was spectacular. It made up for the opera. The, the only thing that was wrong with the day was operations. The frontline operations. Whoever the, the management that's you know clearly never visited a theme park in their life made decisions that made no sense. Boarding groups are fine. The technology was fine other than Michelle's magic band. As what we think happened is she didn't get tapped into the park, right? It was right. like she never came in the park, which is also why they couldn't find her pass pass later, which is why I took pictures of the grumpy lady scanning her magic band, which I'm thankful I did. Otherwise, I may never have gotten on that day. Um, so, yeah, but the boarding groups make sense. I'm fine with the boarding groups. I have the problem with they never told us this. Yeah. And then so Alex was at the middle of the rope. We were off to the side. He said they told us everything they were going to do, that there was no standby line. They were taking this rope drop to Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. They walked us all the way over there. And I was like, get in a line. There's no line down there. They kept after that. They're like, there's no line down there. But where we were at, we couldn't hear that. Mm -hmm. I've also watched some YouTube videos where at the back of the mob, they kept telling people like, there's no reason to stand here. You have your boarding pass. Go enjoy the rest of the park. Well, we couldn't hear that. Plus, it's against everything that's ingrained of our nature of a rope drop at Disney, right? I mean, give us more warning than negative warning, right? Hand that paper out for the two hours that we stood there. Talk to us instead of like looking at us like the enemy. They've spent all the time and resources to make these boarding groups. Let them work. They would have worked, but. Well, yeah, I love the idea that you can go do other attractions. It's great. But also the problem with that is you're in a park that doesn't have enough attractions to go and do. Like you need a couple hours worth of people standing in line for Rise of the Resistance every day, all day. Yep. Because Hollywood Studios can't handle the crowds. Especially because that's a people eater attraction too. And so, yeah, you need people in line. What are those queues going to do all day? Shop? Yeah. So we did go to the uh, event merchandise. I did get some pins. Uh, pins. Yes, pins. you did. We'll give away some pins to some listeners. Ooh, give away. So watch for like Facebook and, and Twitter. Share. So we, we, uh, we had fun. The ride is, I, 
indescribable without spoilers, Derek. Well, I know at the very end of this episode, so in about yeah, 10 minutes or so, you're going to do kind of a five-minute overview. I'm going to actually mute you and because uh, I don't need all the spoilers. I'm going to be going on it uh, soon enough. I was yeah. hoping to go on it this time, but mm-hmm. due to life, I wasn't able to. But we will go, you and I, in June. Still. So, um, But yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you think? 11. Okay, that's pretty good. That wasn't even in the number range I gave. Is that a fast enough answer, too? I mean, that's amazing. What did Michelle so, think? You're a Star Wars okay. fanatic. I'm a Star Wars fanatic. Michelle watches the movies and tunes out Samantha and I when we talk about it. That's her level of Star Wars. She can name quite a few characters just because she buys shirts with them on it for her daughter. And that's that's it. She loved, she loved it. She said it's a great ride, great attraction. But she does prefer um, Flight of Passage because it's all just thrill ride mm, the whole time. So. It's there are, you know, there's times there's part of this ride where you walk through. There's part of the ride where uh, you're a prisoner. There's part of the ride where it's there's a there's a pre-show. There's a pre-ride. There's a walk through. There's another little walk-in area pre-show before you even get to the ride. She would prefer to get in a ride and be entertained, um, I guess. So it's number two for her. Okay. That's good. Still, that's pretty amazing. High I'm standards. Pretty, pretty confident Alex put it at number one like I did. Um, pretty confident. Um, if I'm wrong, he'll let me know, and I'll retract my statement next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, and a lot of people are really loving it over on uh, all, everything. It's getting great reviews. Definitely uh, the Imagineers did a wonderful job putting this together. Hopefully by the time I go at the end of January, they have this queue system worked out and it's less of a hiccup. And hopefully the ride doesn't go down. It has gone down a few times in the last few days. It's just, it's staying up and how they're running at capacity. Because on one of our rides, Michelle and I had our own ride vehicle. Wow. It can see eight. So it wasn't just whether it's running or not. It was the cast members filling the seats efficiently as I've well. I've heard that this thing can eat up 2,000 people an hour. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they're ever going to accomplish that because you, you forget about the speed at which humans can physically sit down and buckle. Yeah. But even, even at 1,500 an hour, it's it still be good. great people-eating attraction. So it, you do have—people are worried about—because now people are showing up at the parks when, you know, park opens and already all the boarding passes are gone. Yeah, so the best advice right now is probably get there about 5.45 um, or so, go in the park, snag your boarding pass, hit up Slinky, Toy Story, Aliens, Rockin' and Tower, and then go—hopefully uh, your boarding pass is ready. How do they know? Does it send you a text? Do you hear? You get okay. a notification. So in my app, I deleted my app, downloaded my app. I never had the thing asking me to join a boarding group, and I could never see it. I would get the notification that my boarding group was ready, but then I'd swipe it, and it would go nowhere within my app. And so we also talked to them about that, and they're like, uh, did you delete it? I'm like, uh-huh, because Thursday night I deleted it, reloaded it so it was ready for Friday. Friday, the same thing. So – Either my app, my phone doesn't like the newest version. I don't know. I'm broken. So it's a good thing Michelle was there to take care of me. So in June, Derek, you might be fully in charge of the boarding group. Oh, yay. No pressure. I mean, you do our fast passes on the fly anyway. I don't You You do it all for me. I all just, right. I'm just there. Well, thanks for that one. Can't wait to experience this. You're going to talk more about it here in a few minutes. But uh, before we uh, kind of get to that part, let's wrap up the last little bit of your trip. Uh, did you eat at Hollywood Studios? We did. Oh, well, real quick. Um, also, that whole time we we're hanging out with Anthony. Um, he was on that last show as well. Talked. He did the spoiler section with me. So I just want to say hi to Anthony. It's fun hanging out with him all morning. But yes, we did eat at 50s Primetime. Alex had never been, which is spectacular. Wow. Yeah, when you That's can take such a good one. And we had a really good server and we were all tired and exhausted and a little frustrated from the day at that point, right? And mm-hmm. so it was just what we needed. And I got the meatloaf. I don't know why I ever don't get the chicken pot pie. 
I don't know why I try different things. I'm just – I told Michelle next time, just tell me to get what I normally get instead of trying things. So that's that's that. I dropped a chicken pot pie today. I saw that on Facebook. That looked like a big mess in the that oven. That is a really big mess. Our house smells pretty bad because of it right now. Like burnt chicken pot pie? Yes. I mean the whole thing. I mean I pulled it out of the oven and it slipped and fell and hit the – it was it was mess. So yeah, get chicken pot pie but not for me. Yeah, not Derek's. It exploded everywhere. Anyway, that was a side note. Um, yeah. What else? Okay, so that was your uh, Hollywood. You had one more half day mm-hmm. down at the parks. And what well, did you we, do? We, we went to Animal Kingdom, saw the the menagerie stuff, the holiday, the puppets. Oh, yeah, you did that after Rise, so that same day. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, Thursday afternoon. Uh, you know, did some attractions there. I went on Flight of Passage without a patch, Derek. Yay, and you're alive to tell the tale. I'm alive. I, I think have... you're ready to do Everest with a patch uh, on. We'll see. I, I might have said a few words I probably shouldn't have. I was in a safe spot surrounded by adults. But um, there was it was touch and go. But, oh, Rise of the Resistance, one great thing, motion sickness, not an issue. I did great. That's good. I didn't wear my patch despite what my wife wanted me to do because I wanted to try it for real. She's like, why not write it with the patch and then try it for real? Well, I thought it made more sense to just be sick for the rest of the trip if it did that. But yeah, so no motion sickness on Rise, which was awesome. That's that's really good to hear. Yeah. All right. And so uh, where'd you oh, eat that night? Yak and Yeti. Yep. So, yep. I had some sweet and sour chicken. Yum. Yeah. Uneventful. It's It's a good place to eat when you're at Animal Kingdom and you're hungry, but it's not the type of place that like – you get a postcard, fill out, and send home to your friends and family of, I just ate at this amazing restaurant. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's Full good, review. Good review. Good review of it. All right. And the uh, following then, half day. Then we went over to Hollywood Studios for the Tower of Terror show, the lights on that. Oh, yeah. How was that? It's the same as the years before, okay. which is good. And then we watched Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Jingle Bam! And... Uh, they have a bunch of different holiday desserts you can buy at different places. I was full, so I did not buy any. Ooh, Yak and Yeti kept you full. Yep. Saved yeah, you money. And then the next day, we left at 6.15, and they opened the park at 6, even though it was listed to open at 9. So the day before, on opening day, scheduled to open at 8, they actually opened the ride at 7, Right. So the day the park which is scheduled, Disney has done a couple oh, times, no. which was not early enough, right? No. It's just and so the next day where it's scheduled to open at nine, they actually open at six. They like, learned from the day before, maybe a little bit, yeah. And so when we got there at like six twenty, we just strolled in, snagged our boarding pass. I mean, we could have went and done every other attraction if we wanted to. As soon as our boarding pass was called, we went, got on. It went down for a little while right before our boarding pass was called, so that was a little stressful. Um, but then when it was back up, they called us. We went in, and uh, it was great. It was great. It was even better the second time. Got to ride with Alex that time, and I love the. I love it. I was about to spoil all kinds of stuff there. Don't Eric. do that yet. Give it. Give it a minute. Oh. I got to put my my okay. headphones down. All right, and so you you're able to do it two times. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. we did it twice. Uh, then we went to Disney Springs afterwards, and uh, we'll check out a lot of resort Christmas decorations. Yeah, so. I posted some of those really cool yeah. stuff. Love this time of year. Yeah. Uh, staying on property is a must. Yeah, all the Christmas trees everywhere it was fantastic. So, all right, you ready to spoil some Star Wars? I am ready to spoil some Star Wars, which is there is spoilers in the last show where I do the like the minute by minute update of the morning, the bonus show. But, yeah, we'll do you. You kind of give me a a signal when you are about to put on your headphones. So I'll be quiet. Oh, I'm going to let you just wrap up your show. So you I'm going to just watch you talk and then I'll push and record and I'm not going to even edit any of this out. I'm going to keep this all that I'm saying in the show. Okay, so, so I wrap up the show. You're going to, you know, remember to thank okay. your wife and tell people to leave us a review and go to our website and stuff like that. Of course, social media. Ooh, pressure. Shout out. Okay. But uh, right. here we go. Five minutes-ish. Doug is going to talk about Star Wars. Thank you for listening to me. But I don't want... I've heard, I've had enough spoilers. I feel like I've had 
20 30 percent probably spoilers so i'm trying to keep the uh i think you'll be okay i i know so uh i've been skipping other podcasts so here we go doug it's been great talking to you i'm just gonna watch your lips move for a minute all right thanks rope droppers all right, guys. So the ride is amazing from the get-go. The The pre-show is a Ray hologram. Like, it straight up looks like a hologram from the movies. Like, it's there, three-dimensional looking. It's not the more you analyze it. And there's BB-8. BB-8 looks amazing. He rolls out, and he's just sitting there talking to Ray. And Ray says, you need to go get that ship ready. So the premise is you're like a new recruit for the, uh, for the resistance. So... They got to get you to the secret base on Bakara. And so they send you off. And then you go back outside uh, where the X-Wing for Poe is sitting because he's escorting you. You get in your transport. And there's a Mon Calamari that is the uh, not Admiral, but Lieutenant, I think. And Num Nub or the guy that flies the Million Falcon with Han and way back in the other movies. He's your pilot through the mess, and so you get up into space, everything's going fine, and then all of a sudden some TIE fighters and other craft show up, and there's a space fight there. Then you get in the tractor beam. You go into the Imperial ship. You get boarded, and you step out into the hangar. This is the first... Well, first of all, the transport has screens, animatronics. It's amazing. It's a little simulator in and of itself. A lot of people call that a ride. That That's just the first stage then you're in the hangar and you step out and there's a battalion of stormtroopers and a screen that's, I don't know, four stories tall, a hundred yards wide. You're looking out in space. There's other cruisers, TIE fighters zipping around. It's different every time you go in it and you feel like you are in a hangar on a first order ship. There's a TIE fighter sitting there. Then you get segregated because now you're a prisoner. So they, they're taking you to an interrogation. They put you in different groups. They put you in the interrogation room. And then up above, you got Kylo Ren and Hux coming to interrogate you. And Kylo Ren says he's just going to take the knowledge of the secret base out of your head. And the lights kind of dim and flash. But then they have to go to the bridge. So they stop the interrogation. And then all of a sudden, kind of like the magic door on Bell, the Enchanted Tales with Bell. The, the lights up and then poof, you're saved. The the resistance is there and they're like, come this way, hurry, 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 get in the and you get in the ride vehicle and it seats eight, four in the front, four in the back. You have a little astromech droid driving you around and that is where the ride really becomes a ride. You, you, it's trackless, so you go in here, you see like a a probe droid. Then you go over here and trying to get to the turbo lifts and that's really cool because that's the goal to get down to the escape pods, right? And so you go over here, you're about to get to the lifts, and there's stormtroopers, and they spot you, and they start shooting at you, and it feels like they're shooting at you. There's damage all around you, things blowing up, you back up, and then you turn the corner, and all of a sudden there's the at-ats, full-size at-ats, you're underneath them, and you see Finn shooting back at the stormtroopers. Because the first time I was on, I was like, how did we just shoot at the stormtroopers? It's because Finn is there saving your skin. And then you go more than at, you get in the lift. But instead of going down like the droid's supposed to do, you go up because the droid is just kind of the droid. Right. And so then the at shooting at you, which is frightening. You go around a corner. All of a sudden you're on the bridge. I really don't know why the at are kept so close to the bridge, but they are. And then Kylo Ren hucks the whole first order or the whole rebellion, resistance, there we go. The resistance shows up, and that is when Kylo Ren notices you, and you got a full-on space battle going on outside. So then you got to escape Kylo Ren. He chases you a little bit. A door closes, so you think you're safe. No. His lightsaber comes through the ceiling, cutting a circle in the ceiling, but you get out of there just in time. And then you go past some turbo, or some cannons shooting out into space your ship's getting shoot at shot at by the resistance full-on space battle it, it looks like you're actually looking out in space it doesn't look like screens it's ridiculous and then you run into kylo again fortunately the whole blasts out behind him and then he doesn't succeed in getting you you make it to the, the escape pod you're it goes in and then you're seeing a screen in front of you. doesn't really feel like a screen. You're looking out into space. You see other escape pods dropping. And that's when all of a sudden you drop about a story or two. And then you go on back to Batuu. And you're alive and well. And that is the attraction. So 
For Doug and Derek, this is Rope Drop Radio. Make sure you check out Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all kinds of fun things on there. Check out those older shows where I review it with Anthony and Justin as guests. And uh, make sure to uh, share the show. Leave an Apple podcast review. It's greatly appreciated. And this has been another Rope Drop Radio.